All right, speed frienders, you have one minute on the clock and go. All right, Russell. How if, much money if, do you make? <laughs> <laughs> I make uh, a moderate living. Will you uh, introduce me to your manager? <laughs> okay. Uh, no. If if uh, there was one uh, celebrity that's been canceled for Me Too allegations that you could bring back to the public. Oh, <laughs> Welcome back to Don't Tease the Animals. I'm Sarah. Woo, and I'm Pam. Hi, Joe. Hi, guys. Mm, Joe. Hi, Joe. I am currently it's at the newsstand studios in Rockefeller Plaza, and Sarah mm-hmm. is joining us remote. Um, we're coming at you per usual. Very relatable topic today. Um, to kick ass games and to very attractive, funny people in front of me. Sarah, what are we talking about today? And who is joining us? Well, you guys, this friendship is about to set sail on the friendly seas. And we've got two hilarious handsome gentlemen with us. We're going to hear a little bit more about um, the building of their bromance from their own mouths but um, in just a sec. But they host a very, very, very funny podcast together, and we're so happy to have them. Um, John Marco Cerezi and Russell Daniels on their po- on their podcast, The Downside, with John Marco Cerezi. Um, they interview their more successful friends in a space where <laughs> complaining is encouraged, silver linings are debunked, and downsides discovered in the most uplifting of stories. <laughs> if you're looking on the bright side fuck off uh or if you, what is it what is it john marco if you like looking on the bright side of life fuck off is that what your tagline is uh yeah I, it's killing with pam i gotta say <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want to confirm this patty map that you wrote yeah <laughs> i love it i love it thank you guys for being here welcome thank Hi, you thank, thank you. you oh my god we're not okay. really so, so funny I, just you know like russell kind of russell is the in theory is the more positive of the co-hosts on the show. But I think the real twist is that he's actually the more deeply cynical one. No. Like, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, Judging I from what I heard, I, I feel like he's, he's a little bit of like, like you'll come to find out later in our recording. Joe has a very like special moment where he will dig up facts perhaps, and mm-hmm. be like, the more you know moment. And he's very, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, he just knows how to call it as it is when we get confused or when we ramble, kind of like what's just <laughs> happening right now. But he just keeps it real. Like, I feel like the one episode I listened to, Russell, like you were arguing with someone and then Russell just weighed in heavy and was like, no, this is what it is. And you both kind of looked at him like, mm, okay. Like the surf, when you guys were talking about surfing and the guy who died, <laughs> the guy who died it was oh, yes. like, he was like, we're just going to call oh, it Jesus. what it is. He shouldn't have been doing it. And that's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you, you think guys I'm going to be surfing? Uh, I'm not going to be surfing. <laughs> In your relationship, is there one that's more positive or negative? Uh, or it, we kind of go back and forth. Uh, I'd yeah, say. I feel like it depends on the topic or the day yeah. or our mood. Because, like, most of the time, I'd say that I'm probably the more like maybe like a f- surface level chipper, but I got some dark shit like brewing inside of me a lot of times. So it kind of goes back and forth. I'd say. 
So I'm, I'm, I want to, I want people to know a little bit more about you guys specifically. Um, Russell um, introduced us to John Marco because Russell and I did a show, did a tour a number of years ago. That's um, how you became friends. And, and we became fast friends because friends. we were in a bar one night and I just have to tell this story because it's so funny. Oh, God. We were in a bar one night and we were talking about our families and where they're from. And I was like, so where are you from? And he was like, oh, I'm from upstate New York. And oh, I was yes. like, that's a big place. Um, be more specific. And he's like, you're not going to know the town that I'm from. And I was like, OK, well, try me. I have family in upstate New York. He's like, it's a big state. I was like, OK. So he, we like whittle it down to like, oh, outside of Syracuse. Oh, OK. Outside of Binghamton. OK. Getting smaller. And he was like, do you know Oneonta? And I was like, Yes, I do. And then the next thing you know, turns out my mom grew up in like the small, small village that Russell grew up in. Yeah. And I was like, what? we're probably related because there are yeah. like 12 people in that town. <laughs> really and truly. It was so funny because I've never had the experience of usually you're like, you're done at singing Binghamton or yeah. Oneana. People are like, uh, like yeah. they're like, I don't know. Um, but it was like, I just, I was, I don't know why I was fighting it so hard. Cause it I was mean, like, too, though, I was like, you were like Bainbridge. Like, yeah. That's where my mom's from. Yeah, tell her you're being very <laughs> difficult. You're like, <laughs> you're not going to know it. Trust me. Just fucking tell me. <laughs> Did you kill someone there? Like what is. Are you on the lamb? <laughs> yes. We're from, uh, yes. Crazy. Yeah. So that like became the start of a very beautiful friendship between Russell and I, and we've been friendly ever since, although we you haven't seen each other village, in a though. That's how you described it. She grew up in a village. A village. Like what yeah. defines a village? It's, I don't know if it's big enough to be a town. Yeah. It's like, it's like, well, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. The, the, vil the in those little towns, they have like the town limits, but then they have the village limits, which are like the l immediate little area. Like, so I grew up in the village of Bainbridge because I, I was like, Right think like the water. town that Belle grew up in. I was in, just going like, to say, Sarah's mom was Belle. It's fine. She walked around with a basket. Everybody loved her. Yeah. She read a lot. The book. <laughs> yeah. Legit. Yeah. It's very small and quaint and adorable. <laughs> but enough of that. You guys are friends. I want to learn how you became friends. I want to know where each of you guys are from. What's your deal? And all of that good stuff. So... Well, well, we first became friends because we uh, we also met during a show. Uh, uh, we did this show called That Bachelorette Show, which was uh, a god-awful parody, interactive theater piece that was a parody of The Bachelorette. Pulitzer Prize contender, probably. Yes. Yeah. And it was by the <laughs> same creator who made a show called Awesome 80s Prom, which was very oh, successful. Yeah. And he's trying, yeah, yeah, he was trying to... Us. so he he had a bunch of actors uh of you know get these characters that were broad stereotypes sure um mine was uh the italian jersey shore guy his name was giovanni giovanni yes uh, which that's that's the, that's the level of inspiration we're talking about <laughs> giovanni, and he probably thought for a second what's an italian last name and he said ah fuck it i'll just make with Giovanni, Giovanni. To Marco, we got to name our own characters, didn't we? <laughs> oh, well, I, yeah, named, I wrote mine. I came in late, so my name must have been decided oh. by the guy who was before me. Oh, oh right, right, I right, right. Okay. Not Giovanni, Giovanni. Oh, I promise you that. Giovanni, Giovanni. Uh, and so my character was the Italian guy, and I guess, how would you describe your character in one word, Russell? Uh, fat. Uh, <laughs> Just like, 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 wasn't no. supposed to be on the show, and oh was like, God. was like, was uh, not supposed Rude. to be on the show, 
And so it was like the yeah, you were not was, like every the, all your scenes where they're like, what is he doing? Here? <laughs> yeah. And so it was like it was like Brian Bertelman was his name. And I wrote that name. Thank you, you very much. That's wow. a good name. And, um, good Go with that. And, uh, that's, that's the baby that came out fat. Yeah. That's a baby that they were like, that's a Bertle. That's a Bertleman. Yeah. So happy. Everyone at this show were probably late 20s, early 30s. This was a real signifier for everyone involved that our lives had not gone the way we had hoped. <laughs> <laughs> and there was just a collection of us hoping against all evidence in front of us that like this would be the cool new interactive drama desk awards for everybody yeah yes yeah yeah and just just an air of and like some of them i think russell and i were more of the mindset like oh god what 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 have we done (laughs) during the process of doing this so the guy who was doing the show and and you know he had a theater at the time he does not anymore he had a theater at the time on 45th street and he we rehearsed there and he basically wanted to transform that theater into a comedy hub. Uh, so he, uh-huh. he, he asked one of the improvisers in the show who had done awesome eighties prom and, and was mm-hmm. a, like one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. He asked him to start a sketch group to do uh, shows at that theater. Mm. And so that guy asked John Marco and I, and a, and a couple other, few other people, uh, and so then we were friendly during Bachelorette show for sure. But then pretty early on into that experience, this group un- formed uh, for, for that theater. And that's Uncle and Function. Uncle Function. Yes. But it was wow. still like Russell and my friendship was still like uh, it still took us time to be comfortable with each other. I think we're both like shy uh, with newer people. Yeah. And I very distinctly remember like the first time Russell and I were happening after rehearsal, taking a subway the same direction. And in my head, I was like, all right, buckle up for some silence. <laughs> um, was he really cagey about where he was from with you too? <laughs> Super yeah, judgmental. You like, didn't fucking know. Have you ever heard of outside Syracuse? <laughs> um, so it was so a, slow, it a slow burn into a bromance. Yes. Yeah. Like we 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 certainly did not get along, but like uh, some other time. members of the sketch yeah. are very uh, very open and gregarious, very good at like meeting new people. And I think Russell and I like I think a lot of our friendship bloomed over text messages, and we like both had a very we both had a very dark sense of humor, mm-hmm. and like Excellent. we we could be really mean and understand. There was no judgment. There was yes. no like. Hey man, don't don't Line tell her crossed. to kill herself. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not an example. One of yeah, the neither of us have ever, neither of us have ever said those. They should just kill. <laughs> Jesus God. Um, so there was a some some reality some production company that's looking to produce reality shows and you know make a million dollars. Right. Uh, reached out and. Uh, Basically, they were trying to think of like a food show. Oh, yeah. And they were looking oh, for my like, God. a pair of friends. Hilarious. <laughs> and so, so, so we went through like all these, all these, all these hoops to like get this Zoom meeting with this yep. person. Yep. And uh, again, this was like us, the beginnings of us being like, hey, there's, there's a dynamic here worth exploring. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
she was like, okay, so here's what we thought. You'd, you'd go to like a restaurant, some t- hip, trendy place, some, some local joint, and you would order everything off the menu oh. and you would eat all of it. Oh. And, and, so we, and we were like, oh, so you know, we'd have like a bite of each thing. And she said, no, no, no. No, no. What? You'd eat. You'd eat all of it? All of it. And we were like, we She's kept like, this back and forth of like, you understand, like after the second entree, we'd probably be tap very out. Yeah. What, she goes, what were your, what would your, what would your concerns be about doing a show like that? And you'd be like, <laughs> every episode, we're just going to be throwing up. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? My health? My. Anyway, she didn't call back. After that. <laughs> was it our, or was it our pitch? Or did we joke about after we're like, the first season, oh, yeah. I ate everything and you weren't allowed to eat anything. <laughs> oh my God. And we, you know, we would, we would, we would like, change, you can't have any of it. Body mass indexes. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't eat anything and you would. And then we called like switching back and forth. <laughs> well, you guys obviously missed out on like, uh, you know, an, the opportunity of a lifetime because I've seen that show on the Food Network and it's very popular. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, no, I haven't. Yeah. I, w- I will say it, just, it took me a long time. Not a long. It took me no. a while to get John Marco in like his like he was a different kind of friend than I've yeah. had before. Uh-huh. And so I was. Also, wait, wait, I don't, I don't feel that gonna way deep. now. Let's do this. But okay, I felt like it. it took you guys a little while to find the the right wavelength that works for you. Yes, yes. I feel like it, that's it, like it, with it, every it, friendship. Like, absolutely, I, I totally like agree. When I first met Sarah, I didn't like her, but I, I, she grew on me. The fuck, what? <laughs> but I will say, this is obviously she took this a lot of water broad, bottles in her car. <laughs> this is a, a broad generalization, but I think men in general make plans less do like yes do like kind of brunt like like enjoy each other's time make plans go to the movies that the thing about the sketch team is in a way it forced a group of of men and one woman uh to get together on a regular basis and ultimately let friendships form yeah i certainly know from my father and i feel like it's a trope of like older men who really lack friendships. And I think that's because it can be strange where whatever societal expectations are with men or straight men, that it's not like, hey, let's go to the movies this Friday. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just not part of how we're so it was it was very fortunate because I think this sketch team kind of forced us to meet regularly. And now finally, years later, get to a place <laughs> of like, let's hang out just to talk to each other. Yeah. That's why he started the podcast, just so I would uh, hang, hang out, out with, with him once a week. Um, yeah, uh, That's awesome. no, no. let's talk about the podcast. Yeah. I want to hear about the podcast. So, whose whose idea was it? And I'm taking all of Pam's questions. Like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's a fantastic concept. I love it. I'm I'm a stand up comedian uh, primarily, and the kind of podcasts are becoming more and more essential. They, they, they feel borderline like having an email address at this point, mm-hmm. um, but also because like. You, you you need to create content. Also, like, it's just a way to express yourself comedically. I think I had a friend who said when I was thinking of like a podcast idea, which took me a long, 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 long time, where she was like, you want to find something that feels like also your notepad. You can like talk things out and explore stories, something where it's not super regimented 
because then you might feel kind of stuck, you know, some, somewhere where it fits into your artistic flow and mm-hmm. process. Yes. And um, I wanted a co-host especially because I wanted to interview people, but I was very scared. As I said, I can be shy. And I, I just kept having this like nightmare. If I bring someone on, I'd be like, how are you doing? They'd say fine. And then there'd be silence for an hour. <laughs> and I'd say, all right, we're going to break the we cut back more silence. You're like, and, you're like, let's get two shy people. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, I, I do think that's, that's been like something we we've like worked on where like, yes. where, yeah. where that, that is a thing. And, and so you start thinking about a co-host and sometimes you think like the reason that these reality shows cast friends. And the reason is that you can't fake friendship. Mm-hmm. You have to do it with someone that you love. Mm-hmm. That you really do. You 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 can't just make it anyone. You can't just cast it. It's hard. You have to have some kind of connection. Yes. And uh, uh, you know, I I said, who's got a lot of free time? <laughs> who's got a lot of free time? And, and we just had a lot to riff on. And um, uh, I was just so happy that he said yes. And and to be clear. He is. There's no money being made uh, as of yet, and he's been game. He was down. I think he has faith in what it is and enjoys it, what it is. And you have to have that because it is. It is a long road, mm-hmm. and you have to have someone that has like faith in the destination, or you're fucked. I feel like they're the male version of us. I kind of love that because the way they met, they met at work. Work friends. Work friends. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when I listen to their show, I feel the same way. I'm like, oh, the dynamic is like very, it's not the same, obviously, but it's like very kind of like a similar thing. Yeah. Even when we they were talking about we being can polite, fight, but then yeah. we still love each other. Yeah. yeah. We're polite, but we fight. Um, so they're I can work- give you shit about not opening your outline. Yeah, yeah totally. Um, uh, work, <laughs> fr- work friends, but sometimes work friends aren't real. I feel like they're Oof, yeah. or like I so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go into the topic I hand today friendships I feel like there are a lot of friendships um the way you guys met the way Sarah and I met very similar work um and then like I was listening to your podcast this morning and you were talking to someone about how you go home look John Marco you went home and like you have friends from home mm. so like childhood friends Versus adult friendships. Yeah. And it's like, is that worth keeping just because of a loyalty factor? Like, I've known you so long, but maybe mm-hmm. we got nothing in common anymore, so we should just drop it. Or do you find that you've kind of matched them a little bit? I don't know. Childhood friends versus adult friends. What do you think? I, so I, I only really have one friend from middle school that I've stayed in touch with. Narrowed it down. And I, I love I also it. have the experience. Well, this is why I think it's nice to have childhood friends. And I wish I had kind of a good friend from high school. So when I went to college, I was a musical theater major. And at the end, there were probably there were 10 other people in the conservatory. So that's not Mm. a lot of people. Mm. And I had a girlfriend for most of college and we were very close. And I was the kind that like if I had a girlfriend, I really wasn't hanging out with other people. So I didn't have a lot of friends leaving college. And then we broke up and we didn't talk for, you know, an extended period of time. and losing those friends or not having the friends prevented me from having the space to uh, think about that time in my life, to Mm. talk with someone about, remember the time Mm. that this happened? Remember this teacher? And did you hear about this? 
And so it's like a whole segment of my life that I don't, I don't have as much people to like reflect over it. You don't access and it as so much. Like, yeah. And it, it, it makes me sad sometimes. I feel like, um, it took me a while to, to realize that they're just different. They're different things. So to compare them sometimes is difficult because, mm -hmm. because there is a transitional period where you realize like, I still have a, a lot of friends from middle school, high school that I keep in contact with, but for a while, you know, in your twenties or so you try to like, keep it at the same level of, of what it had been. And it feels like, Oh, we're very different. We're doing much different mm -hmm. things you can feel like a little frustrated that the friendship uh, seemingly on some, you feel like you, you're losing it. You feel mm -hmm. like, yep. you feel like it's, you know, but I think when you, like, there's a, a certain point where I'm like, so thankful to still have those friendships. They're just different now. They're just, uh, they don't require the amount of, of like constant, like thing, but yes. they're there. Cause they're, they're been so long. It's like your uh, freedom to be like, ah, like, it's okay. None of those people hold anything against me if, if we don't talk for a few months. And, yeah, because you, know. you, you can pick up right where you left like off. No time. Is yeah, yeah. So, but it is much different than your adult friendships that are new things that you are actively like thing and they, you feel like, oh, they really know who I am. And yeah. That kind it's of like, like, it's kind of like the difference between like a friendship based on shared experience and a friendship based on mutual, like shared um, interests yes, or um, yeah. personality type. I feel like I started off like John Marco. I feel like I started off, I would like try and keep in touch with everybody. Or when I would go mm -hmm. home, I would try to see everybody like all everybody, in one shot. Yeah, try yeah. and just check in on everybody. When the truth of the matter is, I don't live there anymore. And I go home because I need to see my family. And it's nothing personal, but I don't live here. And I need to make separate time to see you because I'm with my family right now. I can't cram it all in because I'll be exhausted. Um, and then sure. some of those friends, you know... I will go and spend like a day privately. Like I won't see my family. I got go directly just to see them. But also like what Russell said, like I find myself now because of COVID and I don't know why it just kind of happened by accident. I think Joe will agree with me. Like I don't I find myself being more like they're busy. I'm, and I'm kind of busy too. And it doesn't mean mm -hmm. that I don't love you, but I just, I don't have the time to check in on you anymore. And I'm so sorry. It's nothing personal. I do love you. We could pick up where we left off. It's tricky. I feel like it gets a little tricky. It's tricky. I feel bad. Yeah. I mean, that's what Russell and I, we, I'm a text. I'm always by my phone. I'm a, mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. healthy, but I'm, I'm a texter. Same. And Russell vacillates in my mind. Russell will sometimes be very like on his phone and like back and forth. And then sometimes he'll vanish. And it's one of those where I'm like, I don't understand. Did you, did you lose your phone? <laughs> it's funny. But, I'm very similar in that, like, I'll get a text and I'm like, this person and I are close enough that I don't have to answer them right away because I'm yes. busy doing something else. Yes. Like you mm. said, you trust you trust the relationship. You trust the bond. And then those sure. person, that person I, is probably person me because they're like, I see you're leaving me on red. I know. Yeah. I know what you I, did. I know John Marco well enough. I mean, Russell and I, if gossip... And kind of uh, uh, <laughs> shit talking, and, and I feel like Russell and I do. If that's the female stereotype uh -huh. or, or the thing, we have that in yes. spades. Oh, that's yes. amazing! And I see yeah. the way my girlfriend talks to her women friends, and Russell and I—it's the same. <laughs> it's the same. So you yeah. guys have like more of like a girl friendship. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean now, yeah, I think, but I think. When it does, when it started, though, it was like a, a, a strange thing for me because um, 
basically I'd been in New York for a few years and I was like, I don't have like a network here of like friends. Like I, I have like, like acquaintances and, and so, yeah, I have roommates. I have like, I didn't have, feel like I had like a network. So when uncle function came along, all of a sudden I felt like you had a squad this feeling of like, yeah, I was like, Oh, I, I, I like these people so much, but it was also like, I don't know them that well, but I had such a felt like I had such a connection to them. And it was like, nice to have guy friends, but I feel like, everyone especially the guys in the group you know Jessica, it's a little different because she is the one female in the group but the guys in the group i feel like it doesn't feel like that like that like trope of like male friendships in some ways yeah. well, I've, I've had other male friends say when they they're like you guys are so nice to each other which is like you <laughs> just there is a little bit they are guy friends but it feels like it's it's a little different with than theater with theater yeah. guys yeah. you know that's yeah it's... we still like guys yeah we still, we still go out together and catcall women but like, <laughs> other than the... <laughs> that's mainly what we do when we hang out actually. i can totally see it uh, i can feel it no because like my so like mike my husband he has these friends from like elementary school and they've Same. been t- tight for a long time mm-hmm. and they yeah, are accurate. so fucking mean to each other like that's yes. their preferred method of like showing love to each other and i'm like i don't understand oh my god my husband yeah. is friends with the same true. click from second grade and they are on a group chat that shit wow. will go off until 2 a.m in the morning they're like fucking yeah. teenage girls i'm like you guys need to get a grip i don't <laughs> wow. know what the fuck you're talking about at 2 a.m and i don't know about anything else except sports yeah. but I mean, they're so tight. And then when they get together, the way they shoot the shit, I'm like, wow, you guys are brutal to each other. And like a couple of times when they've gone on trips, like they get in fights. That's serious where they just get hammered and then they fight. I'm like, really? You guys are a bunch of morons. You drank too much. And then you decided to take their fists to his face. Cool. Um, Girls. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Russell and I do not have sports. (laughs) We're not sports guys. Oh, my guy's not a sports guy either. But yeah, the thing about sports is it's again, it's it's it is a just a way to cement relationships. It's, mm-hmm. it's a way There's for a, men to a, communicate to safely. Yeah. 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 No, my guy's and, like a Call of Duty guy. So I think that's probably mm, why he's yeah. all being so mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. It's crazy. I feel like with girl clicks, it can get really toxic. Like it can get nasty. I feel like girls are very mean. I don't feel like, a, I don't feel like guys. I feel like guys can be like mean but like not like not like not like vicious like girls can get really catty i feel like like with friendship with but it's always passive aggressive um like passive aggressive or like maybe it's like a friendship like joe and i were talking about friendships of convenience like you ever Mm. have somebody that you're friends with that like kind of used you for something that's Mm. not cool um like a phony baloney like and like i don't know i i get like a twisted vibe from that feels very uh, toxic, like I said. And then verse somebody who's like super loyal, like to a fault. Like you probably have nothing in common with them anymore at all. But it's like you you don't want to let anybody down. You don't want to not be friends with them. But it's not. A yeah, pop- like you haven't talked. You haven't talked in three years. But if she called you tomorrow and she's like, I need your help. I fucked up and I need to bury a body. You're like, tell me where to come. Yeah, somebody texted you know me I mean? today and I don't have the last name. To ask you to bury a body? No, they just text me like, how are you? I miss you. And I was like, I don't talk to you in like two years. Are you bored? This feels weird. Why are you reaching out? <laughs> 
And then the next text message was like, I'll come up next week. Can you get me a hotel room? And I was like, Delete. Are you fucking serious? Like, are you you a hotel heiress? I used to. (laughs) I used to work in I used to work in hospitality and I don't anymore. Oh, and I was just like, Oh yeah. You're like, no, or you could your husband help me? And it was like, well. Oh my God. Wow, it felt go dirty. Yeah. No, that yeah. is weird. That's yeah. that's you you gotta like you gotta lay the groundwork for weeks on some uh, Oh my god, you better like, like wine yeah, and you know, dine. Like, like, I better be paying everything like, in front of you and then I get Hey, you I'm looking for room. a new I'm in the I'm in the market for a new agent. I how do you like <laughs> yours? Oh, could I drop your name? You know what I mean? Like No, not even yeah. that. If you don't have the, that authentic relationship, that's tough. That's really tough. Yeah. I think I'm just also so sentimental and nostalgic. Like I want a forever friend. And I can't, yeah. there are some times where I have to really check myself, like forever friend, acquaintance friend, like, mm. and who do you really know me? Do I really know you? Like, am I, would I bury yeah. a body for you? Like, I don't know. And like, not everybody has to be that, that go, let go to like one thing. That's everything kind of friend. Joe, do you have a best friend? Do I have, yeah, I, I do have a best friend. Um, <clears throat> you know, I bestie, think I like, other than Marnie. Well, you know, well, my wife's my best friend. She's been my best friend for like 10 years. But oh, I have three male friends, and they all live outside of the state, and I don't really speak to any other men um, beside at work. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I know. And these three friends are really solid friends. Um, they were like the, probably the three friends that would come to my funeral. Wow. Um, um, we, we would come to your funeral, Joe. We love two of them were from <laughs> high school, <laughs> you know, and we had a huge click, too. And every time I go down south to go see my family in South Florida, I see a few of them and like, okay, yeah, we're not connected anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's tough. It's really tough. It is tough. It is tough. So you think it, it quality, equality over quantity, like you don't have to have like a million friends. You just have to have like four, maybe six. Yeah, every, everything else I, is riffraff. Riffraff. Yeah. Russell, what? I think, it, I think what's hard with uh, specifically thinking of theater and you guys would know is that you can feel so connected to someone so and close. you just work with them for six to eight weeks and then you don't ever see them again, really. But you still are like, I'm friends with that person. Like, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, and so I do feel like th- I have a lot of relationships like that, like, like where I'm like, I'm friends with Sarah, but I haven't seen Sarah in years. But I, I like felt like we were such good friends when we actually did a thing like work together. Like, uh, but I think that that's why theater is weird because you're like, there's a lot of people like that where you're like, if I see them, I, I think it's not going to be weird and we're going to have fun. But I really only knew them for like a, a six week period. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it was such an intense, totally agree. an intense environment. Yeah. yeah. And I think like that there friends. are it's like summer camp friends. Exactly. Yes. Cause you're not only working together, you're like living together. And a lot of these, you spend every yeah. moment together. And a lot of times the, like, we were talking about this before the, um, circumstances aren't the best like the you know living (laughs) living arrangements aren't the best you're bonding over these like trials that you're going through and i do think that there are different levels especially as adults you have like different levels of friends like you've got your like ride or dies that you're like i will be there for you whenever at the drop of a hat and then you've got your you know more friends that you see to like have a cocktail or when you celebrate some good news or something like that and and then you've got your more like acquaintance level friends that maybe you run into on the street and you're like, oh, hey, let's go grab a coffee or something and catch up. It's but- like with with stand up with stand up comedy, since there is such like this 
crossing paths all the time. There really is this level of stand-up friend where you are friends when you're on shows together, mm -hmm. but you you look back and you're like, we've never made Con plans connected. to see each other. Mm. Yeah. We've been thrust into shows and we'll have a good conversation. But uh, I don't know, man. It's Those camp friends, for me, those those were... I remember being really hurt when I was younger. At Wait, like, tell, tell them what you did. Tell them what you did, Gianmarco. Oh my god, this is <laughs> terrible. I had, I had, tell I us what you did. Friends, one summer, the camp was called Explo. Explo, short for exploration. Okay. somewhere on the northeast. Uh, and we all promised at the end. We promised we were mm -hmm. going to stay in touch. Mm -hmm. We promised we'd write letters. Yes. And then something happened. Either. There's something happened where, like, me and this girl kissed, and she kissed another guy on the last day. Oh, there was God. something where I think I got iced out of this group of friends. Like, oh, and it happened no. after camp. So all of a sudden, on AIM, uh, no one was like getting back to any of my messages. Like, the whole. Group. You were ghosted so, by your entire group of camp friends? Yeah. So, but I, I had a plan. Oh, I, okay. I, uh, Let's do it. <laughs> one morning, I, I, no one was getting back. So then I wrote them and I said, um, hey, guys, so sorry to bother. This is Joe Marco's mother. <gasps> I uh, no. unfortunately have to report that uh, earlier this morning you because didn't. you guys stopped speaking to him. He killed himself. Oh, my God. Oh, my, my God. God. <laughs> Jesus. Remember, I was I was only 19 at the time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say like 12. 12. I was 12. Oh my God. I was 12. And I, I quote, Jamarco killed himself. I oh uh, just wanted God. him to know. Uh, BRB, going to the funeral, TTYL. Oh, my God. And no one responded. Did anyone no respond? One respond? No one responded. Shut up. But you know there's people to this day who think that they are the cause of someone's of death. Someone's death. And because you never told them the truth. Hopefully they follow you now and they're like, oh, he's alive. Oh, this guy. Like some, some, like some therapy bills like they're writing letters to your mom and they're like someone is impersonating your son <laughs> who died 10 years ago oh, it's god. really sick it's and twisted i just want to let up. you know oh my god, oh my god. Were I, you, he, I love i kind of more infuriated that he didn't get a response <laughs> that's fucked up nobody brutal. responded yeah that was that was a really brutal one that was that's one where i brutal. truly i was like i don't know what happened oh, i don't blame bad. you for being a little shy if that, something like that happened to me, I'd be like, people yeah, that's, suck. That is traumatic. That's traumatic. <laughs> I don't need them. Okay. I think I think that story is kind of a perfect transition. <laughs> Take us in. <laughs> it's time for what you got there. Okay, guys, for today's What You Got There, we've got something super yummy from our besties over at Merchant's Daughter Hard Cider. Mm. This friendly get that friendly, woman-owned and operated <laughs> cidery only uses apples from the Hudson Valley and they use a winemaker's approach to make delicious cider that you're definitely going to want to be friends with. Mm -hmm. ah, that's right. Merchant's Daughter Hard Cider comes in a handful of tasty varietals, mm. dry, semi-dry, and Clara's Reserve, Ooh. all three of which come in convenient four-packs that are guaranteed to make you at least three friends. Boom. At least. <laughs> At least three. At least. Maybe four if you're willing to share the last mm. one. So head on over to their website, www.merchantsdaughter.com, or their Instagram at Merchant's Daughter Hard Cider to score some of this delicious treat. And for our New York and New Jersey-based pals, look for them on your local liquor and grocery shelves. And, and that's, that's what we had there. there.
So for game number one, Pam, what are we doing? Okay, game number one, it's going to be a compliment throwdown, frenemy edition. So basically, (laughs) Sarah and I are going to take turns giving each other compliments that might not be compliments at all uh, to Russell and John Marco. So um, are you guys going to throw, are you guys okay to throw in some like- You are more than welcome to throw some of us. I can throw in some things, yeah. Love it. I can't, I love it. I I went, I I did a combo of both, but um, Milady, if you'd like to start us off- Okay. Um, oh my God, your hair was so pretty when we first met. I remember it, I used to just be like so super jealous of your hair. <laughs> that's 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 that was end. that was hers. Sick burn, Sarah. Sick burn, Sarah. Good one. Okay, I'm gonna go for John Marco. Okay, <laughs> I'm so impressed at all the comedy clubs you played. But also the fake ones, because I think they're amazing. Okay. (laughs) Have you made up comedy? Have you made up comedy clubs? Oh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) No, this is me asking because if Pam did research, it probably means that you did that. So I'm just wanting to clarify. Uh, we did, did we did as a joke once for the podcast. We made up comedy clubs. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I'm sure I have exaggerated the quality of some gigs in the past. That's amazing. So that felt more you like were... a compliment and less like a frenemy compliment. I went really um, nice. But that's fine. I'm so sorry. You're so nice. Um, <laughs> Russell, do you want to go next? You got yeah, do I do I have to do so I'm, I'm just doing to specific someone here. If you want, I, or you I can have just like throw I out. have a general Oh, do a general uh, I, general did, go ahead. General I did all general as compliments. well. So go, okay. go ahead. Save no us. We'll come, um, we'll come back. Uh, something, something you could say to someone is, um, uh, oh, yeah, no, I know that area. Um, that's a really great place to live if you're living on a budget. Oh. You know. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Because I feel like that about where I live. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a good one. Um, all right. Mine's going to be specific to Russell. So, Russell... <laughs> oh. <laughs> When you're on stage, you are so loud, so loud that it almost it almost forces the audience to laugh because they're worried if they don't, you'll just keep getting louder. And you, they know you could. They know you could because you are so loud. You guys, thank you, thank you. All right, um, I just have to say. <laughs> you have the most unique taste. I would never be caught dead in anything like that. And you're just so brave to be to be wearing what you're wearing. It's it's really amazing. Yeah, brave is usually not ever a real compliment when it's used. <laughs> it usually so means brave. you look ugly right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I, I I know one. Sometimes I've never said it out loud, but I thought it. Um, when you talk to someone about when you go into someone's house and you notice their artwork and you're like, and you don't know what to say about it. You're like, no, no, no. It's so you. It's so you. (laughs) Cause usually that means it's boring or like, like, you know, like, um, louder. Yeah. 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 Gaudy. I love that. Pam, Pam, do you have one? Yeah. I wrote really nice with Oh, Jesus. It took a turn. Um, That's nice. <laughs> Pam doesn't follow the assignment sometimes. I, I got very literal. I was up a very anxious sometimes child. Sometimes she's dyslexic. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Russell, I'm having a hard time choosing what my favorite of your roles would be. Santa, choir director, or Tiny Tim? I think I'm going to go Tiny oh, Tim. That's nice. Wow. Deep, deep uncle function cuts. Wow. You did so much research. Really? Awesome. And, wow. Uh, you played, wait, you played Tiny Tim? I oh, did. The whole joke like, was that. Um, you should please play whole, it like that. It should be rewritten to be that. The whole joke was that basically like Tiny Tim's faking it after a certain point. And he's like the largest person in the family. And the rest of the family's like, I, he's fine. He's fine. Dad, we don't need to keep giving at, him all like, our yeah. like, he's, yeah. he's tall. Look how tall and grown he is. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right, John Marco, give us one. You got one? I was trying to think specific. I feel like, I feel like there's definitely like uh, a lot of like when people have spouses, like that's a, that's a oh, lot of yeah. passive aggressive. Like, yep. Yep. Oh, like your wife had so such strong opinions. <laughs> your wife had strong opinions. Yes. Yes. When I she I actually... he lets us know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a minefield for sure. If you're like, because eh, I had an SO one too. I said, Wow, I I just loved meeting your SO last weekend. They are so like incredible and special. You must feel like you really like won the lottery. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, you know. Oh, I I once said this to someone. This was really bad. But I went to someone. I was like, I see he had just gotten married. I was like, I saw the pictures. Your wife is beautiful, smoking. And I said it so so clearly, as in like, <laughs> why the fuck? <laughs> and clearly, I was not the first because he was like. I know, I know, it's crazy. I, like he had like canned responses. Oh, like, the same way people ask him, "How tall are you?" They frequently <laughs> say to him, "Like your wife is like like it's a it's a statement, but it's a question. Your wife is <laughs> amazing, so beautiful. Why? Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> below, like the picture was cut off as the at the waist. Does she have tentacles? Is she a half fish? Uh, John Marco, I can't decide what is more fire, your tweets, your Jeff Goldblum, or your John Mulvaney impressions. Ooh. Boom. Sick burn. Not really. It's actually a really burn. nice compliment. It is They're a compliment. <laughs> Rename this yeah. kiss ass kiss ass John Marco and Russell are just sitting there. They're like, Thank "Cool, you. I already knew that." No, it's so. like it's like a nice plug for people. You yeah, know? Like, there you go. I went go for the marketing aspect. Marketing go aspect. Go of to this my game. Instagram and, and, and do a deep dive. I think a good burn, like along those lines, you're like, "Oh my god, John Marco, they should remake Jurassic Park with you as the pile of dinosaur shit." <laughs> Like that. <laughs> your That's Jeff Goldblum is so good that they should re they should they remake, should and you could totally play the the footprint of the dinosaur, or you know whatever. Should be the water that moves. It's really good. I like that. <laughs> okay, anybody else who's next? I don't know. This is like the saddest yo mama circle we've ever oh, man. <laughs> so sad it's ever happened. Really <laughs> say tomorrow. Now your your sketches they're so unpredictable because <laughs> no one seems to follow like a narrative a traditional mm. narrative mm -hmm. it's it's like 
just lines were thrown in a hat. Yeah. And they were just assigned. You know what, John Marco, I like about your sketches? Oh, oh okay. there we go. I like, I like about your sketches is they're like a they're like a, a rare comet. You know, you see one every five years. Uh- <laughs> oh my god. That's, That's so good. Fun. That's really good. I'm going to, I'm going to, for my last one, I'm going to go, um, one of my favorites of all time. This is used by a friend of ours that when she really doesn't like a show, she, she, but she saw a friend in a show and she comes up and she goes, oh my gosh, your show was so, so great that I loved the costumes. They were really amazing. (laughs) And then you go, see you later and you leave. It is that thing you have to find one thing to say nicely. One nice to thing after That's, you see their show and they don't like it. The lighting was so good. Or like if they were bad, then it's like really hard. I mean, you could lie, but that's hard. You know, it's, hard. it's so interesting. <laughs> so interesting. I never thought of it like that. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Oh, those are good. Okay. <clears throat> Pam, you got any more? You got one last compliment? That yeah, you I got to gotta finish strong. You um, make us all- <laughs> yeah, I got to finish strong. I got to make up for Look lost like time. With. Fucking asshole. Um, <clears throat> your children are just so creative and interesting. <laughs> They're just so, so, so authentic. So, so unique. They really are. <laughs> Children are just they're they're what about, they're fine. That's what good. about like, oh wow, oh she has so much energy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I get wow. that a lot. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was great. What do you say we move on to game number Ooh. two? <laughs> number <Ooh>. two. <laughs> I could. Thank oh you guys God. for going on that journey. Oh my with us. That was such an interesting game. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. It. <laughs> for the whole internet to hear all nine of our listeners, we're going to do a friendship themed improv. Yes. The scenario that we kind of thought up was like, wouldn't it be fun to do speed dating for adults who are just looking for new friends? So we're going to run this kind of like actual speed dating. We're going to set a minute. And we're going to pair people up and we're just going to kind of see what happens with these these interesting um, characters that are maybe going to come to the table. Does that sound does that sound fun? Right. Amazing. OK, Great. so we're going to start with um, we're going to let's start with um, Russell and John Marco. Guess okay. first. Ready, set. Mm-hmm. All right. Speed speed frienders. You have one minute on the clock and go. All right. Russell, how if, much money if- do you make? <laughs> I make a, a moderate living. Will you All introduce right. me to your manager? <laughs> okay. Uh, no. If if uh, there was one uh, celebrity that's been canceled for Me Too allegations that you could bring back to the public, um okay uh can you throw out some examples of potentials who's on the table who's on the table you couldn't possibly choose uh uh, uh harvey uh weinstein no no, no 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 oh i guess i'll have to i guess i'll have to go with louis ck oh but i don't want to i guess i'll have to go with it all right Pretty incredible. those are my only options uh, 
Um, what is your relationship to paying for dinner? <laughs> I think and time's, oh, up, time's up, renders. Time's up. Oh, that was all right. Don't, don't forget to fill in your card if you yes. want to be FFs. Feel like you found your bestie. <laughs> all right. Uh, who should we have next? Pam, you want to go with me? I'll go with you, of course. Okay, ready. Okay. Hey, hey, how's it, how's it going? What's your favorite color? Uh, my, my my favorite color is neon uh, neon pink and check. Okay, when were you born? Uh, I don't. Uh, I in in you March. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, I don't like to talk about my age. Okay. So how do you? She's, she's how, a Taurus. Let me okay. let me ask you this: How do you feel about f- adult female wrestling? Um, I mean, I I can get down with some glow, but so, I'm more of a WWF girl myself. So you so you okay. so you so you'd be open open to it. Do, do you like Macho Man? But Randy just in Savage? like a friend. No. Yes. Oh my God, I love Macho Man. I had his. I have him. He's on my comforter. Oh my God, you made the three check marks. Did we just become best friends? We totally just became wow. best friends. Let's, let's arm wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I don't, even, I don't even need this time. No, We're already times, lady. Yeah. Here we go. Do All right, it. and there it was. Woo. Okay, okay, so those are those two are gonna be friends. Um let's move on. Let's do uh Russell and Pam. Okay, okay. Ready set? Ready set go. <laughs> Hello, I love this restaurant that you picked out. Oh, um, thank you. It's my favorite. I bring people that I potentially see favorite to my favorite spot. So hey, let's Olive see Garden's what a you great got. place to do that. <laughs> hmm <laughs> So what do you do Fred for work? Stick City. Sorry. <laughs> what do you do for work? Oh, I, I'm just an assistant at a law firm. Oh, don't talk about yourself like that. What What are your long term goals? Um, I'm I'm taking some of their paralegal classes and just trying to make myself a better person. What about you? That's, um, I am a seaman. Um, and I just love live being out on the Great White Sea. And uh, I bring in a lot of fish every day. Wow. So many fish. So many fish. Um, so what's your situation? Are you dating anyone? Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I was getting nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John Marco. All right, John Marco, it's you and me now. All right. Uh, somebody reeled in a, a bestie just there. We heard with the semen <laughs> and the paralegal. We're going to see how that one turns out. And we got a minute on the clock. And here, here we go. Uh, what is your relationship like with your father? <laughs> um, I don't really like to talk about things like that with my dad. Okay. okay. What, 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 what about you? Uh, it's not great. Um, you know, he had a heart surgery last year, and that kind of forces you to be closer, silly so in an authentic way. I'm so, I'm so sorry to hear that about your dad. Is yeah. Uh, what are you what are you hoping to accomplish uh, career-wise in the next five years <laughs> my, my dream is to be the announcer for the New Jersey um, um, hockey team the- <laughs> oh they're going to have to turn that mic up real loud <laughs> no, I know I'm kind of working on it with a, sp- a speech teacher right now to help teach me <laughs> that's good what, what 
I admire someone who. who <laughs> okay, time up. Time's up, friends. Move along. Fill out your check boxes. I don't don't know that that one will go anywhere. Um, By the way, John Marco John Marco texted me that I was too mean to him earlier <laughs> about his sketch thing. Just so oh, such a good friend to bring that up on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, let's do <laughs> Pam. Pam and John Marco. Okay, I'm, okay. Ready? Set. Yep. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> hey there. This is how most friendships start. <laughs> mm. I would have just rode on in silence, but you know, we made eye contact. I felt the need to say something. How's your day going? So it's it's not great. So astrology. Oh. Do you think oh. it's uh, it's real, or do you think it's just uh, another version of religion that ultimately promotes uh, illogical thinking and is probably problematic in the grand scheme of things? I, I, I think it's real. I think it's real. I read it every morning, and it's pretty much dead on. When's your birthday? Uh, it was. Uh, it's March fifteenth. So you're a Taurus. I mean. That could. Did you read it today? Did it make uh, sense to you? No, I'm a, I'm a Leo. That was just a trick. You uh, see, you believe. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's a, time. It's, time's it's up. Time's up, friend seekers. I drank All right, the guys, Kool-Aid. move along to your to your next table. Fill out those cards, and uh, Russell, Russell, that'll be me and you next. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> and and ready, set, go. Um, before we get too far into things i have to say this um i had a really traumatic experience as a child um i was friends with this guy at summer camp and um i found out later on that he killed himself and um so i've had a hard time making new friends and maintaining friendships in my adult life uh so not to put too much pressure on you but i just want to make sure that, you know what? You know, there's a lot of baggage with all of this getting into. I it. can't even believe that you just said that, because every night at 2 a.m., the ghost of a kid that killed himself that talked about it on AIM visits me. Wow. Okay. And tells me all about it. Wait, did we go to the same camp? Was it the same? I've family? never been to summer camp. It's the most random thing. Oh. So this must be like. Yeah, my family came for money, so I got to go to summer camp. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Right. Like. You know, I know not everyone can afford it. I used so. to make my own summer camp when my friends were broomsticks. Wow. <laughs> and friends, that's enough time on there. No. Okay. Okay. Um, so. So, Marco, I did a callback. Call that was great. In your business. Russell, those are both all great improvs. <laughs> the Olive Garden, that was. That was Olive totally- Garden was very good. I thought you were going to say breadsticks and more was where you were working breadsticks and such that was very good that was very good okay guys that was fun (laughs) well i gotta say it's been a real treat having you guys on here and i joke about you know our games because they were kind of funny but um i think we learned a lot about different types of friendships today okay let's pimp them out it's time to pimp out um please Give us your socials, um, any shows you have coming up, where people can follow, like, and subscribe to you. Give them all the goods. Oh, Russell, Uh, you want to go? Follow follow me on Instagram (laughs) at Russell J. Daniels. 
And uh, second Friday of every month, Uncle Function, our sketch team, performs at Asylum NYC. Fridays at 7.30 p.m., uh, second Friday of every month. Awesome. And uh, I'm everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, at Jamarco Cerezi. Uh, YouTube, Jamarco Cerezi, all that good stuff. Um, and I'm touring all around the country. So so find me on Instagram. There's all different ways you can join the, the mail blast, the text list. But wherever you are, I will probably be there in the next year. That's awesome. <laughs> and, where can, and they can listen to the podcast. As long on- as wherever you are is Pennsylvania. and people can listen to the pod to to the downside uh like anywhere please listen to the downside (laughs) you can watch full episodes on youtube or listen to us on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts boom amazing amazing and do you guys have a social page for the downside too no not Mm. yet okay so Mm. just your personal ones that's great yeah great awesome all nine of you, oh. we love you, love you, love you so, so much. You really stuck it out with us today. We <laughs> we are here so loyal. We're not great. We're not worthy. Uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and follow DTTA Comedy Pod on the Twitter, the TikTok, and the Facebook. Don't tease the animals podcast on the Patreon, the uh, Instagram, and YouTube. Had a stroke. Boom. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys, we are not worthy. <laughs> John Marco Russell. Thank you. Thank oh you so gosh. much for your time. We know you're busy. You got your awesome podcast you. and your kick-ass sketch group. Yes. Keep it going. It's amazing. We are so grateful you made the time today for us. Thank you. Thanks, guys. You thank guys you, are Joe. Awesome. Thank New you. Newsstand Studios, thank Rock you, Center. Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the space. Thank you. Thank you for making us sound so good. We just love you. And thank you to Merchant's Daughter, our besties up there in the Hudson Valley. We love you guys. Mm-hmm. And you guys... Thank you so much for listening. Join us next week. Bring your uh, traumatizing AIM experiences. Um, bring your new adult friendships that are hanging on by a thread after COVID. And um, bring your bring your bestie because it's going to be a bumpy ride. And until next time, guys, don't tease the animals. animals.